Hey, everybody. What's up, David? Oh, you know, not much recently as of, let's say, the last two months. But that's okay, because that's all changing with season three of the Machination Log starting right now. Another season? Yeah. Exciting. Oof. Yes. Are, are these seasons like correlated with the with the seasons of the Earth at all? Or? No, not in any way, shape, or form. In right. fact, season two was probably a tenth as long, like lengthwise, as season one, both like in total content and its span. <laughs> uh, but season two was garbage, so we're just ending it preemptively because this isn't TV. You can say it was the writer's strike season. I I could, uh, but no one writes any of this, yeah. so. That's not true, actually. Yeah, I you write, write some of this. and you were yeah. mostly on and strike I was on based strike. on the yeah. lack of content right. yeah. so, yeah. Mitchell's right. Mitchell's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah the, one, the one person who wrote for this show was not writing for it during the entirety of season yeah. two. So <laughs> I, guess that, I guess that checks out. Mitchell. I wrote. Jacob. Hello. Corey. Hi. Who I almost still called my... I still... I don't, still, don't say it, don't say it. No, 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 but I, I just still, I still have to do <laughs> the mental gymnastics. It's still the first day. Anyway. It's going to keep happening. How's everybody doing in our new weekly format where we just uh, do this once a week so I don't have to plan anything anymore, which I'm looking forward to, let me tell you. New season, okay. new format. I'm doing well. Basically. And Jacob? Cruising right along. All right. So, I have a bunch of things on this list here that I didn't tell anybody that we're going to talk about. Um, but that's okay, because for the first part of this, we're just going to do a basic assessment of where the hell the podcast is at, and then I will ad hoc adjust what I have written here based on people's feedback, because this is the 5.3-month assessment. Uh, Jacob's normally the one I count on for this, because he's the one who listens to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like, Corey, you've listened to enough of the podcast and have been on enough of it and are also a co-conspirator. You can probably talk about it. And... Mitchell, I have no idea how much of this you consume. I've listened to many podcasts, probably most. Okay. So I don't know if... That's more than this enough. This podcast or just podcasts Don't ask large? him that. This, yeah, don't not, ask him that. Not, not, not podcasts at <laughs> large. That would be a lot of media to consume. Yeah, the, the premise of this podcast was supposed to be talking about stuff that I'm doing, and then I didn't do anything for the last three months that I can talk about because work was like secretive and stupid and absorbed my entire life, which I don't want to rant about, but I do have a story related to it that's infuriating enough that I'm going to start this podcast with it. Uh, so I opened my laptop today. Uh, I use a program called Scrivener for the purpose of journaling, uh, both because it's got a good name and <laughs> actually the only reason I use Scrivener is that it has a mode where it puts the line you're typing on in the middle of the screen. I'm, That's really nice. I'm willing to cool. pay 25 bucks a period, it's just period, is how much the product costs, to use this functionality. Here's the caveat, for the first time, I open up and I see my last entry as July 4th, uh, it is presently July 30th, 2017, and you're listening to the Machination Log. Um, so your hard drive got, got fried. Uh, That's what we're, happened. We're, we're getting there. All right. All right. So I'm currently missing, let's call it, uh, 26 days worth of content. Um, and so I have a handful of things that I rely on for backup purposes. We all should. I... Um, Scrivener itself keeps five separate versioned backups of the programs as you run them. Um, the whole thing is stored on Dropbox, which has versioning and is a cloud storage solution. And then I use this both on my main PC and my laptop, both of which have a time machine drive, which does iterative backup versioning of everything all the time. There are roughly 
17 backups of this, of what I was like supposed to be looking at, then made that number up. It's probably actually more than that. If you account for the fact that all the backups are being re. So when you opened your laptop and you saw that you had so many days missing, you weren't panicking. No, not like that one because bit. you had that. Ba- you knew I that had, you had backups. It's like, all right, yeah. let's go with these backups. So, you, so no one knows where the story is going. Um, no, I am on the certainly edge of my not. Um, I went on to one of the time machine drives and went back to, let's say, July twenty sixth to see what came up. And the files, both the backups and the Scrivener main file were saying that they had both been modified last on July 4th, which was not true at all. <laughs> I then went on to my PC and did the same thing, and the same file showed up at a different time period. I scrolled back to about July 11th before I started panicking about this, because um, I didn't really want to lose that much. Uh, long story short, uh, backups can't save you. No one can save you. Um, no. I apparently dreamed doing all of that work. So now I uh, don't have any of it. Aww. What? You, you, okay, so it wasn't backed up. You just never did it. Yeah. You never wrote. There is literally, if if someone like planned to sabotage this file. This is a Professor Layton. This is a Professor Layton game storyline. Yeah. yeah. Where you're trying to solve a mystery but there is no mystery. You're literally asleep. I, there is no... If, if you were trying to erase July in my journal, you would have to know... I, I would not have been prepared to be this meticulous about it. Like, as, as an attacker, you would have to be aware not only of the existence of this on both of my computers and on Dropbox and on the two drives that I use it on normally and delete those versions, but I also have a backup that I keep at a off-site location, which also did not have any instances of this. Is this just, like, for personal writing, or is this for, like, work-related It's just journal stuff. Like, I'll survive. But, holy shit, I don't know what's going on right now. You're gonna get a a ransomware message in, like, a couple days that says, we have your journal entries from the past 25 days. (laughs) Only if I I publish this. I'm not giving them $100 for it. I'll just rewrite it. But... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see, that's... It was exhausting hearing you list off all those uh, backup files because even important stuff about once a year, I just blow it all away. Yeah. Because who cares? Oh, yeah, absolutely. On no. purpose? Yeah. That way my PC is nice and clean. <laughs> That's one way to approach it, man. Good for you. It's just you. like all this stuff is go, have I needed it like in the last three hours? No. I guess I'll never need it again. <laughs> Wipe it clean. No backups. It's clean living right there. I can respect that in a certain way. But should you? (laughs) I guess that's the question. So that was my primary rant that I wanted to kick this off with is that uh, in the middle of my entire the last two months completely sucking, um, I then don't have a record of them. So that's cool, or at least one of them. You just deny so maybe, that they ever Yeah, happened. maybe they didn't suck. Yeah, that's not true. Oh, okay. That's that's almost <laughs> yeah, demonstrably it, untrue. It really did suck. I yeah. saw it. Yeah, they, they were yeah. not well, that's fun. I was about to say you could just deny it, but you have someone else watching you these days. I have corroborating yeah. evidence. <laughs> um, speaking of which, Corey, how's MLAT going? It's going really well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I got an update here if you want to hear it. We do. Okay, great. So... That's the Machination Log Accountability Team. Yes, yeah. For short. Thank you for, it's, for reminding is us. Is it the 29th or the 30th? It's the 30th. Today is the 30th. Oh, man. So it's almost coming to an end. It's basically yeah. over, man. We were doing this thing for July where people were checking in on the habits that they set for themselves. 
And it looks like most of the people made it to the end of the month, with the exception of this one guy who uh, signed on and then made it through a weekend and then just kind of stopped. That was Jam. Um, but he's dead to us now, so we don't have to worry about well, it. Well, I, I, I screwed that one up. You know, like, I, I shouldn't have just, like, oh, he's dead to us now. I should have, like, actually held him accountable. We have the word accountability in the name of this thing. So I should have said, like, hey, what's going on, man? But I didn't do that. I screwed up, and I waited until, like, a week later oh. to figure out what was going on. I sent him a message, and he was like, yeah, I stopped drinking the water um, pretty soon after, like, after the first weekend. I wanted to ask him, so are you going to shave your head now? I mean, that's the consequence that he set for himself. He was going to shave his head and give away his trumpet. But I wasn't going to push him on that. I didn't want to push him on it. I, wa- I wanted to let him do it. If he was going to do it, then he should have just come to that conclusion so himself. So was, was the point of this to have like motivation um, through the MLAT system, or was the idea to... like? just have it self-motivate like how much of this was like because you're putting in other people are supposed to help you feel like you should be bettering yourself or how much was it self it's uh, a little bit of both it's a little bit of both by design it was supposed to be more like oh the group is going to keep you accountable but i screwed that one up by not by not pressing people enough and i just let them like i was letting them update their 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 spreadsheets their calendars um, and I, w- I would say something to them every once in a while, and I did, I did a couple of emails, but I really should have been in touch more throughout the whole thing, and I think that could have made it more of a success. However, with that said, I think that it was pretty good. I mean, most people stuck with, stuck with it the entire time, and uh, we had, we, we've got stuff slamming all over the place here. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so, so yeah, the entire time... Um, what I'm referring to is that people would would lag a little bit on updating the spreadsheet, but when I would when I would get in their face a little bit more, they they generally come back up to speed. Um, but I feel like that was dangerous. Like, should I should I have been asking them for updates more regularly? I think I should have, and I think it would have been it would have been better if I had done that. Yeah, like a day, like a. Two or three days would be fine, but yeah, letting someone go like a week without yeah. checking in that's and a, then expecting much. them to still carry out the consequences like, oh, well, he's still floating. Dude, that guy's drowned like two days ago. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. You should have saved him a long time ago. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so, so that, that, that was definitely my fault that I, I didn't do that. How was your progress on it? You were difficulty level supreme, so you got one pass. Yeah, I was, I was allowed to fail a single time. And, How'd that go? And I... I I made it. I didn't fail at all. Wing, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, pretty good. I got it. Which means you don't have to do a variety of terrible things. I was going to smash my camera, light a bunch of tea on fire, and shave my mustache into a Hitler stash. Which Thomas, as a side note editorial, said, uh, not for your sake, but for the sake of other people who might be living in this reality, you may not have wanted to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, not, not for the sake of you, but for the sake of other people who think that reality is becoming, um, a little too much like that sometimes these days, mm-hmm. maybe have cooled off on it. We are in Florida and not in Chicago, so it may yeah, have been okay. more imminent in his state, but nonetheless, he just wanted, you know. I mean, if even Michael Jordan couldn't bring the Hitler stash back a couple years ago in all those commercials, then, <laughs> I mean. No, I, I, and I also didn't consider it a concern because it seemed virtually impossible that you were going to fail. 
Otherwise, you wouldn't have attempted it. Um, Sounds like your goals were too easy is what I'm hearing. <laughs> no, well, that's that's the thing. Like, I, I wanted to set the bar relatively low so that I could certainly get it. I mean, that's that's my whole idea yeah. with this establishing habits things. It's that I'm going to set the bar low so I can absolutely jump over it. So that well, next you, time when I set the bar a little bit higher, I'm going to I'm gonna go from there. See, and you had I, other stuff going on as well. Oh, you were yeah, supposed to be yeah. checking in on other people, and mm -hmm. you're still ironing out how the MLAT was going. So it's not like it was just hitting those goals. It was checking in on other people's goals as well. Which I kind of screwed up. Maybe I should have made my goal on the MLAT to check in on people on the MLAT. Um, uh, and, and I think that going forward in another iteration of this thing, that's something that I'm going to need to make an improvement on. I'm going to need to be in, in people's faces more to make this more of a success. So Corey, as we can tell, is a complete success story on this. Let me tell you about an alternate, an alternate reality that you could experience MLAT through. So right. most of my June was spent in one of my bipolar troughs, which is basically a foraging mode where I can't really do anything uh, besides uh, there's like there's enough static going on in my head that I essentially am useless. And it's a completely horrible period of time that happens about four times a year, not quite seasonally. Uh, just on the heels of that, July started, and I wasn't about to let Corey down, so I joined MLAT. <laughs> um, and for the first couple of days, uh, my two objectives, uh, for reference, were daily I'd make something. Uh, it couldn't be work-related. Or contribute to something already Or contribute progress. to something, uh, some yeah. larger goal. And once a week on Sunday, I had to weigh less than I did on the previous Sunday. My... Reward was I was allowed to purchase a firearm whose retail value does not exceed thirteen hundred ninety-five dollars. Oh, that seems oddly specific. <laughs> it's funny you mention that. And um, and the consequence if I failed was that I had to cancel my next fur convention trip, which is coming up next week, which is Megaplex, which is right nearby. So canceling that one is super obnoxious because. It's really easy to go to, mm -hmm. and I know a bunch of people there. And people will be questioning why you didn't show up, I I'm mean, assuming. I don't worry about those kinds of things myself, but that's not... <laughs> you're going to get shunned from your own community, that's, and you're going to be a loner. Well, yeah. that's oh, yeah. a topic for another time. Um, so, Corey, you're presumably... We, we've talked about this in the past. You set a goal, and you achieve it, and you in some way attribute that success to the fact that you've picked logical goals that you can achieve and the consequences are real for you, both positive and negative. Is that a fair way to assess the way that... I, I think that's 100% on target, yeah. All right, so let me tell you about my month. So, right. <laughs> so the first half of July, um, I was entirely head down in a project that would inevitably fail, but I put about 120 hours into it uh, that I did not have. During what did period you have to of time? cut your arm During off? I had to cut my arm off for nice. Alicia as part of a side project. I did not have to cut my arm off. Um, but that was about as obnoxious as the task ended up being. I don't want to get into the details of that partially because it's under NDA. But you said 120, 120 hours during what period of time? About three weeks. Three weeks, okay. It was not fun at all. I drank about five cups of coffee every day during that time. Mm -hmm. And then in order to bring myself down from that, I was boozing from five until I went to sleep just to make sure that I was relaxing during that time, which mm -hmm. is... That's pretty healthy. Which yeah. Mark Andreessen of, uh, I think, XY Combinator, huge fan of that strategy. Uh, he's probably going to die before he's 60. That's just my educated guess. Live fast, die young. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> Live fast, die fast. That's, that's what it feels like. So I was having trouble almost immediately 
achieving this incredibly meager goal of making anything. I uh, The first day, I sat down and wrote a poem. It took me five minutes. I was going to read that poem um, on the air at the end of the month. Um, it occurred to me <laughs> upon rereading it earlier this morning that it reads like a suicide note, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next couple of days, I played uh, um, I played a game of Stratego, or I tried, except Amazon doesn't sell real Stratego anymore, so I had to make my own Stratego game, and that was good. That crossed off like three, four days. Um, I just made my own board and I did all that. And that's making and that's not work related. So that was easy. And then I got into the meat of doing this thing, this side project. And it was occurring to me at the end of every single day that I was giving myself roughly five minutes <laughs> to make something. And I was so not in the mood to do anything at the end of these days because th what I was doing was simultaneously creative and infuriating in a way that just exhausted me. Um, but I did thankfully come up with a uh, thing that can be done iteratively speaking. Uh, this is not fully work. This is a uh, this is a backpack opening over here. Um, so every day after Stratego, um, what I did instead was I would make a tiny paper airplane out of an index card. No. So I have. However many that would be. No. Are you going to start eating a bag of chips in a couple seconds here? We'll see. No, he's going <laughs> to we'll take see. out a bunch right. of these paper airplanes. Right. Right. He made airplane. a paper airplane Dang. every day. So the only... No. So the only <laughs> thing... <laughs> Jacob, Jacob looks like he's about to test one. This is not a plane. I'm calling it. What? So, so, Look, there so was David just unloaded his backpack and the pocket of his pants oh, never mind. onto this table that we've got some all the microphones on some with of these a bunch of these airplanes. Some of these have been... On at least two real airplanes in the bottom of a backpack, so they are a little scratch that last claim. I uh, figured out the uh, the schematics and reassembled the plane. This is the Excellent. classic Concord style. Oh yeah, David, you found a loophole in your own thing. I didn't actually what? because I was deliberately. Obviously, flies pretty good. Some of them do. Some of them do not. <laughs> um, the only the only stipulation I had was that they all had to be different, um, and I think. For the most part, I succeeded. Okay. Because uh, it turns so, so out. So wait, you, you're satisfied? You're satisfied with this? Like, like no, you don't? Not, you, not one bit. But uh, okay. But uh, it's not a loophole. I did the thing, and and part of the point of making something every single day. Look, some of them are better than others. All right, Mitchell. Mitchell silently critiquing one of my planes. <laughs> oh, okay, and it um, holds up all right. It just looked uh, worse than it was. Part of what makes making stuff fun is that it doesn't really. It doesn't have to require a ton of effort. You can just make something and you can go, you get the little, ah, where sure. you, you've done something. Uh, this did not fulfill that <laughs> even a little bit, but it did make me uh, get through. I think I only failed to make a paper airplane one time. The other two failures I have, this is where the loophole comes in. So the way I phrased the weight loss was that I have to weigh less on Sunday than I did last Sunday. Oh, God. So I failed. <laughs> the first week yeah. and the third week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I weigh exactly the same now as I did when I started because I just went uptown, uptown. <laughs> uh, which is fine because I'm in better shape now because I recognized um, that my plan was not actually necessary. Like people normally, like the, the regimen that people use when they want to like get ripped is that they like lose a bunch of weight and then build up muscle. Uh, that's okay if you're obese, uh, but... I'm not obese, correct, so I yeah. don't actually have to abide by that, but I didn't want to change the rule in the middle of the month, 
and I was allowed to fail up to five times because I picked uh, not baby difficulty, but like normal difficulty That's for right. whatever the MLAT was. So I got away with that. Um, so that part is away, but that's not the only place I used a letter of the law to escape responsibility here. Oh, there's, there's more. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, the first one is that I bought a 3d printer, um, which was only $700, but that actually completely sated my desire to buy something expensive. So I don't really want the thing that I was potentially going to reward myself <laughs> with. So I inoculated myself from that. Then 3D print in the, gun. In the process, uh, that this gun would be very hard to print, the one that I was looking at. <laughs> no, but the, um, you can do it. It would be, it would be not nearly heavy enough. Ah. Um, then I looked at the other side. Having tranquilized all other opposition, I looked at canceling the convention. And it didn't occur to me. I, was, I don't think I did any of this intentionally. Um, but I have a very good friend coming down uh, next weekend who doesn't care whether we go to Megaplex or not. I didn't book a hotel for it. Um, basically, I subconsciously assumed I wasn't going. <laughs> so I have built... Because have, you thought you were going to screw up. No, I, it, it didn't matter whether I did or not. My brain decided to compensate for the possibility of failure by just, like, mitigating the, mitigating the consequences quite naturally and I'm very proud of myself for doing that but I just need to I need to make it clear there is no delta by which this river will not flow and run over the rocks um, you and I are not alike I agree yeah no, and that that's, this system doesn't work for you and it require modification I think that that might just be a paddock thing because talking with Nicole she kind of had the same problem with the uh, the downside things. Where right. it's like as soon as she thought she might not succeed, she just came to grips with the fail with what was going to happen as a consequence and came to grips with it and then didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like when I was thinking about signing up for it, it's like I can't think like there's nothing I could do to punish myself that I wouldn't just go, oh well, I guess I'll just buy a new camera when I smash that one. <laughs> it's, it doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah, it's I was the kid who, who, when you get spanked, you ham it up and cry, yeah. and then as soon as you're done, you go punch your brother again. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, I don't know if that is also genetic like everything else, but <laughs> no. I will continue to support you in your MLAT endeavors. I'm just, I, I'm letting you know this in the interest of full transparency. Sure, sure. all right. Um, that this is, this is not all that it seems. Letter of the law, though, worked out. It was a good month. Um... I'm glad it's over. Uh, yeah. Not specifically for MLAT. MLAT was fine. Literally, the rest of the month was a nightmare. But um, it's not July's that's fault. Okay. Don't put it on July. Fuck July. All right, all right. July is over. <laughs> oh, not yet. Right now, July is over. Okay. It I got no beef with July. It's officially August negative two. That's true. It depends on what calendar you're looking at. That's Jacob's right. shaking his head right now. He doesn't doesn't support this alternative calendar. No. I use a pre-Julian calendar, so I don't even have July. Smart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's clean living right there. <laughs> so uh, do you have any announcements about how MLAT's going to work for the next month or if you're going to do it? or? Well, MLAT's not going to do the calendar month thing anymore. It's just going to be like when someone wants to jump on. Um, that's when they get to go with it. All right. And also, it's not going to be called MLAT anymore. Solid. Yeah. Well, that's good because uh, that, <laughs> that means I may have to rename my new monthly segment for this month, or we'll just make monthly segments a meta thing where it's like this. Because I 
specifically made my thing that I'm doing for this month MLPE as opposed to MLAT. That's unpronounceable. It is. Uh, it stands for the Machination Log Photograph Exhibition, uh, the details of which are already on the website at machinationlog.com. Um, by August 30th, uh, you on the internet uh, can send one JPEG to machinationlog at gmail.com. Uh, the following two stipulations must be met. It must be a JPEG, <laughs> and it must contain at least one rectangle. Ooh, a rectangle. Send in your entries to machinationlog at gmail.com by August 30th. Um, what? <laughs> this is a podcast. How do you, how are we going to display? He has a website. I'll, I'll figure that out later, all right? <laughs> that part's on me. I'm taking that part of it okay. under, under my wing. Uh, we've just got to, as the listener, we've got to figure out the metagame of this rectangle business and then uh, hit you on the slant with one. Yeah, that's that's the creative part of this endeavor. I've if already got my rectangle in mind. All right. See? It's already it's already popping off. Mm-hmm. This is creativity. It's just snapping. So I only use PNGs. Then you cannot apply for the Damn Machination it. Log <laughs> Photograph Exhibition. No, no, you can. I, I know a website that converts PNGs uh, to can't JPEGs. Do it. Can't do it. You're morally opposed to, yeah. to JPEG. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because they it's pronounced JPEG instead of JFEG. It's not. Yeah. Can't do uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob looks perturbed. <laughs> <laughs> In other n- <laughs> you guys he looks especially prepared. No. <laughs> In the interest of keeping this short or long, depending on how long it goes, um, moving on to the next topic. So I had a book club a million years ago, and it's still going on. It's just no one else was invited for a long time. But I'm going to change that <laughs> coming up this next week, where I'm actually not only going to talk about books that I have read, but also say what the books I'm reading are so that people might actually be able to comment on them. Oh, wait. So you actually want people to follow along here? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I wanted that before. I just did literally nothing to encourage it. not really facilitating. Are we going to do the uh, Agassiz autobiography? We could at some point. I wanted to read that. You can throw that on the bonfire of the Magination Log Book Club or MLBC. (laughs) I do like throwing books on bonfires. That's one of my favorites. (laughs) Quite a pastime. Just to get everybody up to speed, uh, we've covered seven books so far in my head. Um, Brave New World by Aldous Huxley is terribly written, is not as good as 1984. Surely You're Joking, Mr. Feynman by Richard Feynman confirmed for me that he is in fact a raging sociopath, which I did not know. Um, Homage to Catalonia by George Orwell is his account of the Spanish Civil War uh, in which his primary objective was to kill a fascist, which he did not do, but he did get shot in the throat and that was pretty exciting. That book's a that book's a good time. Uh, Twitter and Tear Gas by Zainab Tufeshi, which is certainly not how her name's pronounced. That get, book's pretty good. It's kind of journalistic. Um, it doesn't offer quite as much analysis as I would have liked, but Twitter and its effect on protest is still an ongoing topic. No Country for Old Men by Cormac McCarthy is a really good book, and it has no quotation marks, and I'm a huge fan of that, because if you're going to say he said, she said, I don't know why you have to put the rest of it in quotes. It's not like we're telling a true story. No one's going to fact check you. Ethics by Barak Spinoza is pseudo-mathematical bullshit, and no one should ever read anything he's ever done before, if that's (laughs) any indication of what it's like. And then we actually did a podcast on the Cyborg Manifesto by Donna Haraway. So now I'm caught up on the book club. Yay! It's the worst book club ever. (laughs) <laughs> you just walk in, tell people what you read, and said, this is, uh, this is what happened. Uh, 
Thanks for being part of the book club. I'm taking that particular critique under advisement. Thank you for uh, submitting it. Next so I don't like David's book club so much. Why don't you make your own book club? It's, yeah. It, make like, your at, own. Least, at least, like, in a normal book club, they can tell you, oh, you should read this. And they go, I don't read. And then when they talk about it, at least it's on me. Yeah. <laughs> this one, I'm hope- it, was, it was not my fault that I didn't read. I didn't get to make that conscious decision to stand up against a uh, big book trying to cram them down my throat. That's right. And next time you can participate because the next book that's going to be part of the Machination Log Book Club coming up in two weeks, not one week, because I didn't announce the books I was doing for that week, is the Southern Reach Trilogy by whatever their name is. Jeff Vendermeer. The first book is named Annihilation. Ben seems to like it, so he'll probably be on that podcast. And that'll be coming up in two weeks because we have a weekly format now. What? And that's awesome. You can read Season more, three. You can read a book a week. That's I, I was reading two. What? I was. Were you, like, sick? Yeah. I was extremely sick. But now I'm well. So now I'm reading one book a month. He had okay. book fever. I, oh, man. I still haven't met my book quota for this year. One. <laughs> I put mine as 4,000 on Goodreads because I like to aim high. Um, I'm currently, I think, like 2,000 and a half books behind schedule, but we'll see how it pans out. Okay. I'm hoping for September I'll get, I'll get some hits in there. Um, are there any other books anybody is actually reading or media for that matter that anyone is ingesting? Jacob, Fine. you're building a house. I don't know if I would call that ingesting media. I mean... <laughs> I- I have a very loose grasp on the English language that's a little looser than I'm used to. Well, we're playing fast and loose right now. <laughs> and that's the only thing that I'm thinking of that's coming to mind that is maker-oriented because I didn't ask for anybody to tell me what they came in here to talk about, uh, which is on me, I will grant. That's a, that's a failing that I will subsume and I, ignore. I feel like somewhere you mentioned that... That's the idea of the podcast was to do a weekly check-in and see what people are up to and discuss yeah. whatever is going on. What people but are I also doing. might have had that in a, like a random conversation on the side, so I don't remember if that was like public. No, I want to know what people are doing. Oh. That's the weekly thing should hopefully help with that, which is a strategy. The weekly thing, by the way, I was listening to a podcast uh, last week, and it occurred to me that every podcast comes out weekly. Uh, so the format that I have adopted is in fact quite unpopular of just putting it out whenever, uh, most people actually do put it out on a schedule. Revolutionary. Yeah. So yeah. I'm joining this revolution of putting the stuff out on a regular schedule. Can't even forge your own path. I, well, I, I have... did, <laughs> just to be clear, and it sucked, and that's why we're not doing that anymore. All right. Fair. <laughs> anyway. Um, what's this house business? I have finally hit the point where I'm building on it, so it's not a total nightmare. Because demolition's fun for like a week, but when demolition drags to four months because there's so much you have to get rid of, it gets old. What were you getting rid of? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) Literally block wall. So you had a house. It was full mostly of roaches from what I saw. Uh, By weight. Probably mostly roaches. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, I couldn't actually go in there for more than about three minutes or... No, it was, it was like, go by, like, a, a spray painting respirator kind of territory anytime you had to work in the house. Um, but that's finally done. Pressure washed one side of the house. Uh, and then came to grips with the fact that 
building a house costs money. It does. Yep. Um, and I'm not just like doing a little bit of a fix up. I'm literally buying a house, sans foundation and block. Everything else I'm buying. So, uh, how hard could it be? The no, that's the thing is it's fun because every time you get something done, it's exciting. So you want to keep working. So things keep getting done. But then you very quickly run into the wall of, oh, this costs money. What so, kind of money are we talking? Oh, uh, we're, I, you don't have to talk about that if you don't want to I, talk about it. Uh, <laughs> to save money, I bought all the insulation for the house in one slug. So they had two pallets deliver, uh, insulation out. And that was 1500 bucks. Um, you were saying something about windows? Uh, the windows, windows were pricey. Expensive. I have put in a third of the windows that I need, and that was $2,000. See, again, you, you guys were scoffing. I was, so they sell, they sell high-quality laminate panes. <laughs> you should have just bought some of that, like, plate, not the Lexan. You don't have to go full-on with it. You just get the acrylic stuff. You get a big pane. It fits in there, and you just goop that stuff in. And then you get some crown molding and you put it around. It would save you so much money. Oh, it helps. So much money. It helps if you don't care what things look like. What? It would have crown molding around it. It looked nice. You can paint it up. One, even if the window was nice, if I saw a window with crown molding around it, <laughs> the first thing I would question is the quality of everything that man has done. Crown molding exists for one reason and one reason alone. You cannot do drywall. So you put up crown molding to hide that fact. All right, well, find whatever molding works for you, all right? But this, I, this is, you're not going to, like, open the windows, are you? I have them open right now, but that's because there's no ventilation and no AC in the place. So all the windows are open, and there's a box fan that's been running constantly. But end game, are you going to open the windows, like, when you're chilling on a Saturday? I mean, if, like, a dragonfly gets in there, and I have to kick the window, uh... <laughs> open it and then kick the screen out to try and get him out and then he sticks himself to the roof and then dies <laughs> the jerk i want a dragonfly in my house no you don't it's uh, like the one bug i'd be all right with i like dragonflies a lot no mm. they're cool but they make that like real uncomfortable like flappy noise and when they hit you they have weight so yeah. it's startling <laughs> it i like dragonflies they don't they never seem like they know what they're doing like they fly backwards and stuff uh, uh, they also eat mosquitoes so they're that okay. too no dragonflies are 100% my deal as long as they're on the outside it's like roaches i i ain't got no beef with a roach on the bottom side of a log aggressively agree to disagree on that <laughs> however if i if I flip over a log of bread and he's on the bottom, then we got a problem. Yeah, I would throw away the bread. Yeah, I agree with both of those situations, or one of those situations and not the other. Aggressively but, uh, agreed. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, that's been, that's been me. It's, it's, it's fun to finally get stuff done. So I've been spending a lot more time over there getting stuff done, but harsh realities of trying to... Trying to uh, balance working to be able to pay for what I want to do and having the time to do what I want to do is what I'm dealing Would with. Would you consider this entertaining enough to do for other people for money? If I was getting paid to do this, yeah. Okay. It's one of those, like... Turns uh, out that you can make money building <laughs> houses. Well, you can, but the it's one of those those things. I like doing things. Me too. Just like as a general rule. Is I have a podcast I have for a, it. <laughs> 
I have, we have an uncle who does the same kind of the same thing I do HVAC and I was helping him do some side jobs and uh, though he described it as totally fucked and why would I ever do this I don't need the money I had a good time <laughs> I enjoyed it I would have done it for free but you're out of your mind if, if you would have thought that I would have done it for free <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's I I like I like doing something and standing back and seeing what a crisp clean job I did. There's like satisfaction in it. I enjoy doing that. I don't get that last part, but I do like all the rest of it. <laughs> no, so. I like I like I did uh the can lights for one of the rooms and all the electrical and the electrical is exact and very clean and neat and everything lines up correctly and I'm worried about my panel. Because when people look at it, they're going to come over and ask if they can have dinner off of it. It's so clean. So you can wipe that from your mind if you just just get... Look, silicone caulk is really inexpensive. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> like three bucks a tube. I used some of that to put a sink in. I've used over a dozen of those tubes in this house since I bought it. Some of them for no. This is this is not silicone. You use no. some of those for extermination work, That'd didn't you? Um, Killing some ants with some caulk. Uh, I, it will kill them. They don't like it at all. Yeah, they're not fans of silicone. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to hold down every individual ant and squeeze some on them? Yeah, like I feel like an ant would just move. You strap it down <laughs> and smother. <them. laughs> they keep getting away. <laughs> no, it's everywhere. Have and you ever frozen a bee? And then tied a string around it so you can have like a pet bee. Have you? No. But I've heard that people do that and it sounds, it seems. Do you know anyone has like done a cool it? Idea. No. Well, I, get on I, it. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> What's your suggestion? <laughs> Mitchell will be back next week with. with an update does, on does, the pet does it work with an army of bees? Does it work with wasps? Because there's a lot of those in no, my backyard. Wasps are nasty. I wouldn't want to do that to a wasp. Bees are chill. <laughs> Straight chill. No, wasps bees. deserve it though. That's the thing. Yeah, you just freeze them and leave them. Oh, uh, that's true. Or, or caulk them. <laughs> yeah. Cruel. Mitchell, what have you been doing? Oh, I've been doing stuff. Like what? Media consumption. All right. Consume <laughs> in, something. In the house. Spit and, it out. All right. So I've been uh, rereading Lord of the Rings, which I haven't done in probably maybe 10 years. I don't know. It's been a while. So it's pretty good. Most of the way through right now. Is yeah. this for pleasure or for a book report? <laughs> for uh, uh for for pleasure okay yeah i don't write so. i wouldn't know i wouldn't know what it's like to read a tolkien book for pleasure i've yeah. only done book reports on them really yeah i read the first chapter and then i assume i know what happens and i write the book report that's a good way of reading i yeah how much do you read in the fantasy genre um i read a decent amount probably comparable to like ben and other people so not sci-fi, actual fantasy? I don't read much sci-fi. Okay. Yeah. So you're on the other side of that wall. Yeah. Corey, when's the last time you read a fantasy novel? It's been a while. When's the last time you read The Fountainhead by Ayn Rand? No, that wasn't fantasy. That was like two and a half months ago that I started it. I got maybe two-thirds two of the way through it when I had to return the book to the library, and I didn't really care so much to go find another one. I was... <laughs> yeah. I was... I enjoyed the first maybe half of the book, and then at that point, it started to seem like a slog. I've played Bioshock, and I feel like that's uh, enough. That is a much 
more rhetorically sound version of all of those things. So yeah. good on you. Yeah. That is an instance where the movie is much better than the book. Yeah. Or the game? Or whatever, yeah. The media. Yeah, the media is much better than the message. Yeah. What else have I been doing? I'm rewatching. I'm, I'm redoing a lot of things. Apparently, rewatching uh, Avatar: Last Airbender. That show's really good. That movie wasn't very good. No, I didn't watch the movie. I don't think it exists. Are there any blue people in Last Airbender? Well, he has blue tattoos. So That's close enough. Yeah, he's basically a blue person. Yeah. Yeah. Roughly speaking. Yeah. Corey. Mm-hmm. The hell have you been doing? I see Let's you see, in I got here this in your list room. Over here. Yep, that's right. So lately I've been working on several <laughs> things. I got the blog going. That's been going very well. Um, some of the some of the highest readership ever lately. Dehermitization and austerity are my current habits. I was spending too much money and also wasn't talking to enough people. So I decided to uh, to change that around. I've been going to the gym and I hurt my neck doing that a couple of days ago, and I got a cold, so that's all good. Um, <laughs> now you'll never go again. <laughs> well, no, I'm going tomorrow, man, and I'm just going to stretch my neck a little bit more before I do squats. I hurt my, my neck doing squats <laughs> twice. Sounds like you've got something up with your technique. <laughs> you may have it a lot. You may have an alignment problem. Like, no, my, my form looks great, man. I videoed myself. Yeah, what, is, looks... the mi- what is the mirror on the roof or something? You're trying to look at your form. Well, What's going to on hell here? Because I, I get different angles, not just in the mirror, man. I video myself from the left, from the back i don't need the right because basically the left is the same as the right you just flip it around and my neck still hurts life hack <laughs> well so i'm just I mean, gonna life you, hack like, by stretching my neck next I mean, time well let's go down this other one you see something that you like someone's got some sweet kicks and you wanted a second look you didn't bother to re-rack the weights you know what that might be it man some sweet kicks or something like that. Went cruising by. Yeah. And you just yeah. couldn't help yourself. That must be it. I, I kind of blacked out for a second. And then I came to <laughs> and I realized my neck is hurting pretty badly. Um, it's not as bad as when I was messing around with that kettlebell here in this room a couple weeks ago. The adjustable kettlebell. The adjustable kettlebell. That's right. In increments of two and a half pounds, uh, which Jacob is currently grabbing. Yes, he's demonstrating it for the, for the listening audience. Yeah. Um, but anyway... Yeah, so I put it down after doing a couple of clean and push presses, and instantly my back was like, you just messed up. Here's what's going to happen next. You're screwed for several days. My lower right back said that to me. This neck thing at the gym with the squats twice over the last week, a little bit more subtle than that. It came on during the next day. Um, so, you know, not quite as bad as the lower right back thing, but still kind of painful. That's that's been all right though, you know, nothing nothing intolerable. I'm still going to go tomorrow. And over the last month, my days have been rated at a 6.73 out of 10 on average. The median was seven, uh, 6.5. Okay. So mm-hmm. you had a couple 10s in there. Uh no no 10s, oh, a single 9, uh, a couple 8s. Um I think the what about mo- ones and twos. The lowest was a 5. I think I got 3 fives. What's with this game spot? score bullshit <laughs> games getting rated from seven to eight dude i mean this is hot video game beef it's all right I, yeah i i don't know what to say because i don't know like what you're talking or, about right now you, well you only had a th- uh three or four average days totally acceptable days um no my i think the most common day was a was a seven i think the mode of this was a seven i, I don't have that stat on this uh, yellow piece of paper so i can't tell you 
but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna guess that it was a seven. Let me run this one by you. What if right. you judge your days on a one star scale? <laughs> on would would have again <laughs> would not relive again <laughs> i think those fives would translate to the zero um but everything right. else six and higher would probably be a one star does it is it a one to ten scale or it's zero? a one to okay. ten yeah it's not zero to ten yeah it's not so zero yeah five to 10. does fall on that side exceptions yeah. will be made yeah <laughs> when you well, have a zero day You'll know. A zero day on the one to ten scale? Yeah. yeah. You'll know when that day hits. All right. All right. Um, but yeah, the last thing, MLAB version two, uh, been working on that. That's that's the biggest project right now. That's all I'm going to say about it, though. Big hustle. Well, mm-hmm. we'll have to hear about that next week. That's right. Including the new name. Which one's that? For MLAT. Yeah. Is it still going to be four initials? No, it's definitely not going God to be four initials. Damn it! If it's going to be an acronym, heads up, I my I will go blank. David said some acronyms in there, and uh, I don't know what he said. I already forgot them immediately. Mitchell, how is the Two Towers the book? <laughs> two Towers the book? Because I don't uh, like the movie at all. The movie and the book are pretty different, actually. There's a lot of changes. Um, I like it. I I had forgotten how fast everything kind of moves with the uh the story especially Aragorn Legolas and Gimli's story like Helm's Deep happens halfway through their section of the book instead of being the climax like it is in instead of being the, the entirety of the movie yeah. yeah um it's just kind of something that happens there and then they spend the rest kind of cleaning up and going and visiting visiting Saruman and all that stuff so it's it's pretty brisk, actually. It moves along fast. And then the Frodo and... Spoilers for anybody who hasn't <laughs> seen anything. I guess. The, the Frodo and Sam storyline, instead of ending with them going to Kirith Ungol, ends with them uh, with uh, Frodo getting stabbed by the giant spider and getting captured. So it, there's a lot, actually a lot more that happens in the Two Towers book than happens in the Two Towers movie, which is weird since the, book, the movies are so long and they added a bunch of stuff too. So, I don't know. Those movies are long. Yeah, they are. They're, They're terribly long. long. I don't remember the last time I've seen any of them. And I've never seen any of the extended bullshit. It, yeah, I've seen all the extended editions. I've never done a marathon watching all of them back to back to back. Though it's, I think that's 11 hours if you do the extended editions. Yeah, it's a while. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. It's like a, I mean, actually, to be fair, it's like a TV show. Yeah. It's like a season <laughs> of a TV show. I watched yeah. uh, almost all of season five of Breaking Bad in one day because we were trying to catch up to the series finale. Um, so that was the first time me and Roscoe had watched season five. Was that trying to catch exhausting. up. It was exhausting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is a good way to describe it. So, oh, we're um, almost actually at a quorum. We just don't have Dylan. So how was uh, Better Call Saul Season 3, now that we can wrap all of this together? We would have done a podcast on it, except that uh, we couldn't because I couldn't plan anything over the last two months. So we're bringing that in as well. We're covering everything. This is the Garbage Collection podcast. <laughs> we're going to cover all. I feel like you should have a different title than kind of weaseling it into some random podcast, though. Welcome to the actual Garbage Podcast Collection Part of the machination, a special machination log series. Uh, head, up, head your browser over to actualgarbage.net to get all the details. Did you get that back? What? I've always had that one. That one redirects. No, I don't have actualgarbage.com, which I'm going to edit out because someone might buy it again. Yeah, don't do that. They man. finally, the, the asshole that parked it, that wanted like $1,000 for it, finally, he like <laughs> sent me an email 
And he's like, hey, do you want this? And I said, no. And he find <laughs> like, that was enough to convince him that maybe I don't want it. And he just dropped it. Um, but I, I wasn't lying. I don't want it. So that's okay. But anyway, Better Call Saul season three is one of the darkest seasons of television I've ever watched. Yeah, it gets pretty low. Um, it was really, really dark considering the show is basically about a wry snap, whip snap and lawyer played by Bob Odenkirk, for those who don't know, in his uh, finest role since the Mr. Show. So I don't think it was called that. I think they probably just called it Mr. Show. Jacob, what were your thoughts having jumped in in the third season? That was good. It was exactly like Breaking Bad. <laughs> Everyone was saying, it was saying, it's like, hey, did you like Breaking Bad? It's that. And uh, boy, were they right. Yep. I like that. I like that the yeah. show, they didn't even bother to like pretend. Like it's nope. just Vince Gilligan doing. Vince Gilligan. Not merely his aesthetic, but all the same characters. Like only Walter and Jesse are missing. And that's fine. Yeah, it works. I mean. I wish they had run into Hank by now. Because I like Hank. See, there was a scene with the DEA where there was like a bald guy. Yeah. That. They never, he never talked or anything, so it could have been Hank. Yeah, I wish Hank would show back up. Yeah. He was one of my favorite characters in that show. I'm trying to, because I saw, I saw something recently that was really, really dark and grim, and I can't remember if it was that season or it was something else. It was probably that, if I had to guess. That and you don't know what the other thing is, so we pretty much have to guess that that's what it is. Yeah, that's. I mean, I knew that that one was ba- that it was bad, but it didn't really bother me. But then again, I kind of like uh, dark characters, like uh, Life Aquatic, one of my favorite movies, because it falls around some washed-up guy who's not a great human being as he tries to uh, have closure with something that no one gives a shit about. <laughs> <laughs> like that doesn't bother me <laughs> so so like i didn't i didn't like have like a like a really big like oh that was grim moment at the end i just had a like wow this is a much better format to develop characters than a movie moment because it'd been a while since i'd watched a tv show well that's... i think that's one one thing a lot of people have criticized i don't uh, agree with it personally but that's uh it's too slow um i haven't really read any reviews about the third season so i don't know if that's still the case but at least for the first two seasons there were complaints that uh nothing really happened there wasn't enough murder yeah which i disagree with i think that it moves along at exactly the pace that it needs to and it's a very suburban pace yes it moves along at exactly the pace of breaking bad it's there it's probably a little bit episode after episode after episode in breaking bad where nothing happens Uh, it's a it's a hundred percent character development the fly (laughs) yeah the fly is exactly that it's an entire episode I don't know if I'd call it episode after episode. No, I, I think Breaking Bad is a little it, bit... It gives a little, itself time to breathe. It moves a little faster, but yeah, it's also well-paced. And there's a tilt-shift camera. Someone bought a sick tilt-shift lens. That was a cool scene. Yeah. That probably cost some $3,000 for that shot, but uh, it was worth it. Because yeah. I got to see it and laugh. Turns out those are very, very expensive because uh, they involve machinery that Ben will explain next time he's on the podcast. I'm not going to do it. I'm sure he understands it, though. Yeah. Corey, when's the last time you watched television? Yeah, it's been a while. I, I sat in for a couple of episodes of Better Call Saul, and then I 
went and saw something else shiny. What was your impression of season three having jumped in at that exact moment? Yeah, I had an enjoyable time, but I could have spent it elsewhere. So zero out of one stars? Yeah, I'd say zero. Yeah, that's a shame. One out of one stars for me. But... Me too. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have the context of the rest of the show, and I didn't watch Breaking Bad, so... Oh, yeah. yeah that's that's a deep dive. That w- yeah, that would be a weird place to jump in. Yeah, so, so that's, that's where I am coming from with the zero out of one. Yeah, it's, 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 it's more a zero out of zero. Excellent. Yeah, that's, that would be weird jumping in where you jumped in. Yeah, and I, I didn't even if see you the beginning of Better Call Saul. you anything of it, yeah. because it would just be like a real weird slow show with a lot of very unlikable characters yeah exactly (laughs) so that that's why i didn't really stick around just like real life Mm -hmm. the uh the courtroom scene is so or not the courtroom but the uh the bar hearing scene is so good what yeah that was a good scene but i mean of course it was it was law adjacent (laughs) that's this is it's every time it's, there's there's a reason it is the easiest thing to nail I, I will give you that yeah it was done really well though nonetheless i want i'm writing this down as a to do i want to do a rant about these courtroom scenes and the degree to which they're destroying well, our entire lives why don't we just you do can't a, handle the truth do a, uh, an episode on phoenix is it phoenix right is that the game what I, I would need to replay it and i just don't have time there's too much plot. It's too much plot. How long did that game take? The the short version of this rant is that we have an absolute obsession with this like magical fantasy in our heads, um, which I know has been explicated because Aaron Sorkin is famous for has basically made all of his money exploiting this, where you go, Well, if that guy were to be if I were to be in a room with him and I'd ask him this question, he'd say this, and then I would say this, and he would say this, and it'd be well, yeah. Well, if you believe this, and then, what about this? And then I'd get him. Oh, snap. <laughs> That's every courtroom scene in every show. Yep. Yeah, basically. That's not how any of that works ever. Um, if it did, life would be quite different. Um, and it's not. That's why TV is TV. But to be fair, this wasn't a courtroom scene, technically. No, it wasn't. But it was exactly the same thing. It was a bunch yeah. of lawyers lawyering. So, And lawyers, as we all know, Patrick, are... Um, <laughs> Mostly insufferable human beings for this exact reason, because they get to do this in real life and get paid for it. Um, and that it's a good thing that doesn't work, because if it did, life would be terrible. That's the end of this rant. So that's my half rant for you. Take that off the to do list. It's yeah. done. No, I'm gonna. I'm still angry about it. Oh, you need the real one, yeah. not the short version. I also liked some of the developments for Howard, his character. Howard. Howard is a character that seemed like he was just going to basically exist to be a suit. Yeah. So it's good that he actually became a character. Because yeah. the actor the actor who does him, like, he, he is just being a character actor. Howard's the blonde guy. Yeah, he's the... Yes. He's he the is age. the exceptionally prim executive. He's the, Only, he's the middle H of HHM. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a cool guy. Like, it, that character is the most two-bit character acted thing. But he does a great job with it, yeah. so I'm glad they actually kept him. I around. mean, there's nothing like that second season episode where it's got that scene where he and Kim are just walking from <laughs> one end of the office to the other. <laughs> that and scene then, is amazing. Uh, that's, that's all that happens, and it's still great. Yeah, he's just walking. Um, but the Chuck's realization that Howard actually cared more about the firm than he did was kind of a big... Spoilers! That's what? not We're even a spoiler. About- I don't. That's that's so not a spoiler. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> really? You don't remember that? That was. It was 
it was basically the the pinnacle of the whole season. Yeah, was that moment. So he was he was fighting the firm for his buyout money, and Howard was going to pay the buyout money. He thought that they didn't have the liquid assets to pay him, so he would try to like strong arm oh, them yeah. into doing it. Okay, so I don't care about scenes it, like yeah, that. Howard, no, yeah, he bankrupted himself to save the company, and that's. Yeah why the season ended the way it did okay. was that realization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot that it happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was the yeah, that was the penultimate moment of the season. That's not what I'm after, man. <laughs> the courtroom scene, I mean, that was like halfway through the it season. It was halfway through, We'll yeah. talk about Game of Thrones later, <laughs> which is basically just a series of those scenes. I haven't watched uh, this season yet. So. Um, it continues to be a 21st century America uh, Mary Sue wrestling show. Uh, which is why it's so popular. I don't blame the show for sucking. I blame the American populace for sucking because um, all they're doing is giving them what they want. Yep. <laughs> and they're giving it to them really hard a million ways. Um, Sounds vaguely sexual. It is, yeah. as is the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> vaguely. <laughs> and only vaguely. It used to be way more sexual than it is now. Yeah. That's a bummer. Seasons one and two, man. So much sex. But we're only like two episodes in, yeah. so I don't want to harp on that too much. Well, that's good. We combined five podcasts into this one. Like taking out the trash. Are taking you are out you going to release this whole thing as a lump? Yeah, of course. He said he was going to go weekly. This is the first four weeks right here. <laughs> yeah, this is we're just yeah, <laughs> that's we're, we're, right now is part four of this podcast and cut. Oh, is this the July? We're gonna act like July didn't happen. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. paste this over the top of it. I heard he did. Oh no! Those first three didn't post. I guess I'll post them all at once. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, no! All right. No we, I, weekly podcast. We just gotta. It's it's fine if this one's all over the place and stupid. I just need to get to a point, like, because I need to put out a podcast. I haven't put out a real podcast besides the movie crew stuff in like which weeks. actually, I mean. Speaking of evaluating the state of the podcast, I know you explained that you were stuck in a rut, basically. Yeah, it's with sucked. the podcast, but that was—I mean—the only thing that was happening was the movie crew, and that's because at some point people are going to want to like come over and see a movie, and then it's really easy to just sit down and talk with it afterwards. Yeah, that was the that's, only thing I was getting done. That's the promise of having a <laughs> weekly podcast. If this is just at six thirty on Sunday. It should be pretty easy to just get people to come over and talk, and awesome. that should work. This ukulele keeps humming. Can't tell. Is that not this? No. It's making this, that noise? I, I, like 90% mm. certain. Yeah, I don't know what tone it is, but every now and again, it'll reverberate back out. No, it's not a clap. No, it's this light. You can't hear that? I can hear it. This is good like podcasting. Anyway. Um, yeah. All of that describing things in. that nobody can see. All of that is staying in. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not cutting any of that. Does anyone else have anything else they want to talk about? Again, this will also make more sense next time because everybody will actually have stated in advance what they're going to talk about, so we can just lead naturally through those things. But if we don't have that, when are we playing golf again? That's a great goddamn question. When it's uh, cooler. Yeah. Yeah. When it's not 80 because, degrees at night. I mean, I can deal with a like trudging through mud and I can deal with heat the combination of both (laughs) does not for a good time make hot mud it's a no go that'll be a couple weeks before I can anyway alright me too Smash BQ's coming up next weekend what's that that's when people play Smash and have a barbecue at the same time 
And you smash those words together. And I wasn't invited, and that's understandable. But I'm still going to show up, because I'm not allowed to go to Megaplex. Or no, I am allowed to go to Megaplex. I made it! See? You just did the same thing again, though. You're, <laughs> you're like, I'm going to assume that I'm going to fail. <laughs> no, it's cool. So now I don't... This is... Uh, right, anyway, I'll, exp- I, I'll know by the end of the next podcast how this is all going to go. Uh, Corey... Yeah. Mitchell. Yeah. Jacob. Oh. Thanks for being part of the Machination Log. Season 3 debut. And 5.3 month assessment. Good morning, everyone. <laughs>